In the Old Testament, the people were not given the Holy Spirit. The prophets were given the Holy Spirit, and the people had to go to a prophet to inquire of God. That's not so today in the New Testament. The blood of Jesus Christ being shed for our sins gives us access directly to God through the blood. In the New Testament, each believer is given the Holy Spirit and sealed with the Holy Spirit and goes directly to God through Jesus Christ, the Word. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son directly, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Now we have the Holy Spirit living in us, so that we hear directly the will of God as the Holy Spirit speaks to our mind. But in the Old Testament, it was not that way. Exodus 19. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. Today we are sanctified by living the Word of God. The inside of us, we are sanctified by cleansing ourselves by the Word and keeping ourselves by the Word on the inside. Verse 11 God says to Moses, And be ready against the third day, for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. Be ready for us today in the New Testament church, keeping ready for the return of Jesus so that we may be accounted worthy to be taken off the earth and escape the great tribulation. We stay ready by prayer to God. Prayer to God connects us to God. Prayer to God shows that we trust in God. So we pray over all concerns immediately. The moment we're troubled, we're in prayer. Keeping connected through prayer in all things. Verse 12. And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that ye go not up unto the mount, or touch the border of it. For whosoever touches the mount shall surely be put to death. Both animals and people would be put to death in that case. That's Old Testament. Verse 13, There shall not a hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be beast or man. It shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. New Testament, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 1617, concerning the return of Jesus. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain 
shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. One day the Holy Spirit just kept saying these words to me over and over. In the air, in the air, in the air. I knew that was a scripture. I looked it up and found it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. And God was saying to me, when you leave this earth, you will go up into the air to meet Jesus and be taken to the new heaven and the new earth which God has created for you wherein dwells righteousness. You can read about that in Revelation 21. At that time, I had been talking with an agent that would help me to get radio stations, and I think he identified himself as Jehovah's Witness or something like that. And I knew that they believed that Jesus would establish his kingdom on this present earth. That is not true. We're taken off this earth completely. And at the end of the great tribulation, God will destroy the heaven and the earth with fire. Second Peter chapter 3, start at verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and all the works therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him when Jesus returns, that he will find you in peace a state of peace without spot not living in false doctrine and blameless the new heaven and new earth created for us for all eternity is described by the apostle john in revelation 21 start at verse 1 john says and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any 
more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Now, we don't have these physical bodies in heaven. What happens when a person dies? The body stays in front of you, but the spirit is gone. The spirit leaves the body. That spirit is the new us. We are created then as God, who is a spirit. So there can't be any death because we don't have any body. It's this body that gives us trouble, this physical body. We won't have that in heaven. Can I prove that by scripture? Absolutely. 1 Corinthians 15. Start at verse 47. The first man is of the earth, earthy. We're created at first in the image of our mother and father as little babies. The second man, the one who's born again of God, is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. God is a spirit. John chapter 4. They that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Verse 49, 1 Corinthians 15. And as we have borne the image of the earthy of our mothers and fathers, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly, of God, who is the Spirit. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all die sleep. But we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we who are still living shall be changed. Blink your eye. That is how fast you will be changed out of this natural body into a spiritual body, which is a spirit, created as God is a spirit. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Exodus 19, verse 14. And Moses went down from the mount unto the people, and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. Jesus says in Luke twenty-one thirty-four through 36, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting over indulgence, and drunkenness, and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always. What it really means in this verse of scripture is the prayer makes you worthy to escape the great tribulation. Remember how Jesus said two men would be in the field, one would be taken, the other left. Two would be grinding at the mill, one would be taken, the other left. I think that shows us that of the elect of God, who belong to God, 
one will be taken and one left on the earth. When Jesus returns, one of them will go through the great tribulation because they're not ready. They're not ready. They don't pray over every problem. They don't seek the will of God for their lives. Though they're born again, they're not ready to go. And I think that means they're going to be left to go through the great tribulation when they're not ready. So in verse 36 of Luke 21, Jesus says, Watch ye therefore and pray always. Pray over every concern immediately that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. In the Old Testament, verse 15, Exodus 19, And Moses said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at your wives, because they were going to meet God at that mount. In the New Testament church, we must be ready continually. For ye know not when the Lord comes. He could come any time. So that means you have to be ready at all times, which means you can't be carrying around inside you a bunch of problems and concerns that are unsettled. Therefore, every time a problem rises, learn to stop and pray about that problem. That would be Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. There will be people who are not ready to leave the earth. They aren't settled, though they might be born again. Luke 17, verses 34 through 36, Jesus says, I tell you, in that night, there will be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Exodus 19, verse 16, And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was altogether on smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as a smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Verse 19, Exodus 19, And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long, and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mount, and the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord, to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also, which come near to the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. 
And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up to the Mount Sinai, for thou chargest us, saying, Set bounds around the mount and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aaron with thee. But let not the priest and the people break through to come up unto the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. So Moses went down unto the people and spake unto them. The New Testament, it is not so, because the blood of Jesus allows us to go directly to God. John fourteen six, Jesus says, I, the Word, am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, the Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? That's the New Testament church. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today. Today we play a 1990 recording of Johannes Brahms Symphony Number no. 1 performed by the Berliner Philharmoniker Claudio Abato is conductor.
Thank <laughs> you.